Charlotte Rose. I am here with the beautiful, amazing, wonderful, immaculate Josh Fisher. What's up, guys? How are you doing? <laughs> How's it hanging? Uh, I'm so excited for Josh to be here. So here at Love Drunk, we do allow the guests to pick the poison, and anything is on the table except for... Gin. That's right. Uh, we don't drink gin here on Love Drunk. If you want to drink gin on a podcast, then start your own podcast, honestly. Interesting you say that because I started my own podcast... I have my own podcast, uh-huh. and our podcast, Drink of Choice, is only gin. That's hilarious. Right, uh, I suggested it to you, and you said, that's going to be a no-go. I said, yeah, no, that's that's XNA on gin. So, uh, if crazy. you do recognize Josh's amazing voice, and you're like, wait a second, I think I know exactly what podcast he's talking about. Mm-hmm. If you guess The Charity Stripe, you are correct. Josh is the host of an amazing podcast called The Charity Stripe. If you're into sports... And all that jazz, you should definitely go and follow it. We'll plug it later. Don't worry about it. Oh, no, I wasn't worried about the plug. You're totally fine. I'm here for you. I'm by by the people for the people. So it's about love drunk. So, Josh, what are we drinking tonight? What did we just drink? Uh, So Charlotte went out. I said, Charlotte, give me tequila. Give me Jose Cuervo. And she goes, okay. And then didn't ask me if I wanted gold or silver. I definitely really only wanted silver, not gold at all. Mm-hmm. And you went out and got silver, which is I fantastic. Did. It's like a mind reading thing. Yeah, no, I that's definitely... Why a, that's why I'm on the podcast, I feel, because like, the connection the Yeah, no, there. we definitely have a good connection. I was standing there at Ralph's looking at both of them, and I was like, no, I know what the correct answer is Go- in gold this situation. Weird. Gold tastes weird. Gold, I don't... It's not, it's not my bag. I'm sorry. If you like golds power to you that's just not me (laughs) josh just straight up gagged about that no i didn't i'm hard in the pain yeah no he's so he's he's so good (laughs) so i'm really excited to have josh on because i really actually don't know your romantic history like honestly at all we are we're we're friends we're good friends yeah i feel like we've bonded more recently so Mm -hmm. i feel like i haven't been with you I feel like I've been a silent observer because I feel like a lot, like, I've always been really close with Jordan and Natalie and they've been, like, all up in your business and they'll be like, hey, here's what's going on with Josh. And I'm like, cool. And then I just, you know, duck out. But but now we're, we're getting down to it. We're getting down to the nitty gritty, you know? Yeah, of course. I mean, I, f- I feel as if people are, even close friends, you know, know what's in the going on in the game mm-hmm. but like you just like get so like oh do i really want to talk about this you know what i'm yeah. saying do i really want to like how far can i open up with somebody and like not just you in general just like people in general how far can i go with what's going on because do i even know yeah like, do i have to take like a bunch of shots to kill and start realizing <laughs> what's going down in this whole thing was, but that's why i was so excited to have you on because i was like "Ooh, let's see let's see what happens let's yeah i'm see. gonna have some real perspectives and yeah stuff that i haven't that I haven't really probably had some real perspectives out in the open on in a while so good 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 so because i don't really know your romantic history we did start out with a lot of people whose romantic history i was very aware with very familiar with we kind of went off that so yeah so i have a couple rapid fire questions for you yes so just answer these as quickly as possible uh how old were you when you had your first kiss first kiss i was 12 years 12 years old (laughs) okay how old were you when you had your first girlfriend first 
girlfriend, mm-hmm. 13. Okay. Longest relationship you've ever had? Four years. Damn. Weirdest place you've ever made out and or hooked up with someone? Is hook up with, like, sex? I mean, it's, it's, I feel, when I say hook up, I mean anything but, you know? Oh, like hooked up with? Was but that's weird? also if you're like, hey, I had sex with a girl in this really crazy I, place. Then I, got a, I got a hand job in a movie theater once. And it's like, oh, people get hand jobs in movie theaters. But it was during the, during Disney's Tangled. <laughs> and I'm like, that's like a deaf, there's kids in the theater. Oh my God. I know, yeah. So you definitely, Ooh. so it's definitely like questionable. Yeah, we're on that level now. This Good. is amazing. No, I'm getting ready to go. <laughs> All right. If you could give advice to your 12-year-old self what about girls, what would it be? Own it. Own who you are, you know? That's what people love. And you, so many times, like, when you get in your first relationships or when you're in a new relationship, you try to be what the person thinks you should be. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You go, you, you dissect the person. You break them down as much as humanly possible. That You meet someone, you break them down. That's just how it goes, right? Okay. And you go, okay, what does this person want? And you try to bring that all that out of yourself. And back in the day... You know, you're focusing on, okay, what's cool? What's hip? What's happening? Like, how am I going to be, like, the coolest dude that she could date? Like, instead of just being, like, a goofy dude. Like, yeah. if I was just, like, if I was just, like, a goofy dude all throughout the whole thing, if I was me right now, yeah, in this day, and I started dating girls, I'd probably still have the same girlfriend. <laughs> I, I feel, no, I, I truthfully feel confident in that. Not because they uh-huh. need some super catch. It's just because... I've like you know I've come to like a crossroads like that's who I am yeah. you know that's like how I operate. You're a very charming boy. I will go ahead and tell you that like you're very charming. You're very endearing. Like I could definitely see you being the person who you know was was in love with a girl in eighth grade and then ended up marrying her. You know yeah, like dude, I can I fall, see that. I fall I fall in love wicked easily. I'll admit it. Like I it's just. It's just like everyone's like, oh, I won't say I love you till like three, four months. It's like, dude, I fell in love with that girl. Like, it's like a couple of dates. It was crazy. Well, yeah. this is great because my first question for you is, do you believe in love, Josh Fisher? Yeah, I mean, oh my god, a hundred percent. Are you kidding me? Like, I was like, <laughs> yeah, I, I've been in love with multiple girls because when you wake up and you're thinking about them, you're going to bed and you're thinking about them, and it's a best friend thing. Because mm-hmm. think about this. Like, you, like, love your friends. Like, yeah. You have friends you love. Like, mm-hmm. you have friends, and their feeling is no different. Like, a girlfriend or a boyfriend, people try to separate them into a separate, like, a different category. But you can't seclude one person. They're, like, you're, they become your best friend. I didn't realize this until someone pointed it out to me. I dated a girl in high school, and she was my best friend. I just never realized she was my best friend. Yeah. And, like, years later, I realized, wow, damn, that's my best friend in high school. And I loved her as because she was my. I loved her because she was my girlfriend. But that was because. But I loved her deep down since she was my best friend. Yeah. Like that was like who I spent most of my time with. Who am I watching movies with? Your best. Like, that's how it goes. Yeah. Like you have to like you look at your, you look at parents. You look at grand. You look at grandparents. <laughs> because like some people especially. Parents, like because like, friends nowadays like you know the ratios. Like, parents nowadays the ratios are in the middle. Grandparents are like the truth. Yeah. I know my gra- I like my one set of grandparents are just best friends. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just it's like I can't like I don't, I don't even know what like one of them looks like without the other one next to them. Like, I know yeah, I know my I know yeah, like, I, like you want me to pick picture my grandma? Like yeah, I can't. But like I just automatically picture my grandpa because I don't know what my grandma looks like by herself. 
know? That's so, like, sweet. That's so nice. I, I kind of had a unique experience, and I mentioned this before, but um, my parents got married when they were 18. And so I straight up, when I was a child, I thought that everyone got married when they were 18. I Your thought that that married? was just... Well, my dad died when I was 18, but... Oh, um, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Josh is finding this out on the podcast. Yo, I, I'll be real. But something about me, not to make it about me, but like I found out everything so late. That's I knew that too. Like that's I did actually know that. That's horrible. No, I'm it's sorry. no, no. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. It happened. I mean, like I'm like I can't say like oh yeah no it's fine. But like it's not. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. not, it's not. But like I've had years to process. Yeah, and, you're like, like yeah, we're good. But yeah, yeah. but my parents. Well. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Of course. My uh, I mean, my parents were married for. 32 years before my dad passed away yeah oh, my wild. my mom yeah my mom spent more time married than she did single you know? oh but that's how it's, that's how it should be done mm-hmm. yeah because love is like i mean you're like oh yeah you you there's a puppy there's a puppy love phase mm-hmm. i'm definitely a guilty person of like living in the puppy love phase but subconsciously in the best friend like it's like puppy love but also best friend mm-hmm the girls I've been in love with, I've been able to, like, do anything with. You want to go to, like, a baseball game? Let's do it. You want to go to, like, you know, the movies, batting cage, mm-hmm. just chill on the couch, eat ice cream, go to sushi. <laughs> it's like, just, like, you live in, like, a best friend phase. They become, that's, that's, that's what everyone is searching for. Not, like, a boyfriend or girlfriend. Not even a husband or a wife. Everyone is searching for one person or something that gives them clarity that tells them that they're on it and that they're perfect and that loves them unconditionally. You know? Mm-hmm. They're searching for that yeah. best friend. And that's what the whole game's about, man. And it's just wild. It's, it's a wild concept. It definitely is because it's... And I've, I talked about this um, on an episode with, with Mitch, but he kind of talked about how, you know, he, he identifies as queer and it's sort of he loves everyone at the same intensity like his boyfriends or girlfriends or whatever he he has loved at the same intensity as his best friends and I think that that's such an important thing to kind of remember is that even if you have this romantic love you know you're you're also looking for kind of that platonic companionship as well you know you're kind of looking for someone that you can you can spend all this time with that you never get tired of that you you know because I have a lot of really good friends that I mean I spend like Jordan is we live in the same room together and I'm never like oh that's enough Jordan you know like I she's she's just like a person that I love so deeply but then you kind of get into this relationship and you're sort of like, this is what I'm looking for. I'm looking for someone that I don't get tired of, that I want to spend all my time with, you know? Exactly. But you also love her at the same time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Which is crazy because the the term gets – love gets floated around like mm-hmm. it's like it's – like it's like a the dollar bill, like, yeah, just thrown in. Well, I remember when I was a freshman in high school, like my first love. I'm gonna refer to my code list. By the way, Josh has opted out of the code list. Uh, yeah, I'm like I'm pretty shameless. <laughs> I don't. I, I I'll say I'll say the girl from high school, the girl from this, mm-hmm. the girl from that. Yeah, you know, and it's You'll no specify. and it's no. I don't mean it against any of those girls. Mm-hmm. Just, oh, the girl from because the girl from high school was a massive part of my life. The girl mm-hmm. from early college mass part of my life the girl from late college like still is like a massive part you know like yeah. you, you get into I mean it just gets worse like when you when you're like a serial person that falls in love 
Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm. It gets worse and worse and worse. Like, it's, you just don't know. Yeah. Any hoosers, but you're a list. So I have a list that I even, like, color-coordinated because I have to. I, you, it's a I, nice list. Thank you. I sat here and made my letters all neat and stuff. I don't Because it starts off like, a couple weird names, then it goes to, like, nice names. And there's some of the them weird, are, The mm. weird names are not real names. They're just, like, that's what I called them while I was seeing them. So okay. it's, like, that's, it's just a, it's just a thing. Um, but while, like, my first, I would say, like, big, not love, but, like, my big, um, like, you know, involvement, re- relationship, quote-unquote, um, was with Kyle, and he and I used to, we were, I was in, I was a freshman in high school, and he and I used to text each other, like, I love you all the time, without even knowing what it meant, you know? Like, we just kind of threw it around, it didn't really... Not that it didn't matter, because I feel like I was like, oh, yeah, I mean this. And then I, you know, never really realized what I was trying to say. You don't realize sometimes, your your first love, you don't realize, like, after the fact. I mean, I remember, I did, the girl I dated for four years, I dated her from my sophomore, junior, senior year of high school, my freshman year of college. Same girl. Very intense relationship. Mm-hmm. And halfway through my sophomore year, we had broken up weren't talking anymore mm-hmm. and one of my friends I was hanging out with you know we're just chilling he goes dude you guys must have been best friends and they put me in a place for 30 seconds and I go damn like that's that's what love was yeah. that's like that's like my best friend you know and now all of a sudden you have a different understanding it's like Kyle you don't you're talking to Kyle you're like oh I love you mm-hmm. you know but then you get to Neil and you get to Zayn and by the time he gets Julian, I'm, I'm reading her list. You know, just I'm reading, reading my list. list. I'm like, it's in a great eye line. Thank you, and I, I have color. Coordinated and the color coordinated is like it's fantastic. It's just drawing the eye over because I was blessed. With, I was blessed with not being like colorblind. Amazing, that's Thank great. You. Also, I never loved any of these boys. Actually, for real. Just oh so you know. right, that's the that's the <laughs> that's the gig. You never right. That is the. That's I the, mean, yeah. I mean, I would hope that it's not a someday, gig. It's like yeah, a, a no, it's, like, it's, it's literally the just like, the truth. I'm not lying gig. about it, but it's uh, yeah, no. But I would hope that at least maybe someday I'll be doing this podcast and we'll have experienced love, and then we can just kind of, I guess, compare notes. But starting it, it was sort of a, it's sort of an, an interesting aspect of my life. That's. <sighs> I mean, I don't even know where love... I, th- I would say love comes from fam. No, but it's a tough because like, everyone's family loves each other. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It comes from a good level of self-love, a level of love for other people, and a level of love for people in your family. A good, perfect balance of both. When okay. everything's at it, it's like perfect. Then you're allowed to love the you know the third person you like you get to love them they're like all right you yeah, get to go and yeah, do this yeah because if, you're, if you don't love yourself then you're fo- then you're way too focused on yourself you know what i'm saying how do you mean in that that's that's interesting to me you're like oh god damn i don't you know because you're like oh, i don't like the way i look i don't like the way i'm talking to people i don't like the way i'm like acting i don't like the way i'm like behaving i don't like the way i'm spending money that was like five six topics that are all personally related how can I love any? How can you know? How can I? Good. That's a lot. It takes time. How can I love anybody else? Okay. Versus how I'm like, yeah, I dig myself right now. <laughs> that's like one thing that's done. Yeah. Okay. Me and my sisters and my parents are great. Mm-hmm. My immediate family is my immediate family, and we're fantastic. Boom. That's two. Okay. That's the thirty-three percent that I have left to give. Because listen, 
I want to say, I give my whole self wholeheartedly <laughs> to like the person. And wild. If you give your whole self to the person on the first go around, I had my friend tell me the other day that like, she's that's when you say I love you on the first day and you don't even mean it and you don't even know. Mm-hmm. That the thirty three percent, you just have to give a per, a perfect a perfect thirty three percent to the other thirty three point three 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 repeated percent <laughs> to the other person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You have to be able to cable if you're capable to give that. You love your family, you love you, and you, if you could love those two things and you have the other thing three, free, then you're able to do so. And you give that to someone, then all things are clicking on all cylinders. Like right now, I'm single, right? But at the same time, it's like... Ladies, he's single. Hello. And I just shaved. <laughs> he just shaved. I wasn't like super you can see digging the, the mustache. You can see the... Why? Yeah, I just wasn't super digging it. You know, it's like one for me, one for them. Like, I, like, I like, I like. <laughs> you showed up, and I immediately was like, "Oh, he shaved his mustache!" Like that was the first thing I thought when I saw you. But it's like I can't grow one, so it's it comes from a place where, like, damn, like that mustache is tough to grow. It's tough to grow. So I, I use just for men for my mustache. It's not even like I grow it like for a long time. Like I, I, I cheat. I'm on like mustache steroids. <laughs> You know? I'm going to send this to you, and you're going to be like, cut out the part where I talk about my mustache <laughs> steroids. I don't care. I don't want anyone to know about that. I don't care. I mean, like, people listen to my podcast now, I'm ridiculous. I mean, like, you, people that know me know I'm ridiculous. And, like, you want to, again, like, going back to love, like, mm-hmm. you want to be your whole self wholeheartedly, you know? Yeah. Why? Because, I mean, if you if you act like somebody else, then. You never want to hear the words. You never want to hear the words, you've changed. Because, you know what? Oh, even if you haven't changed that much, you've changed slightly for someone to trigger that. To trigger that. Uh-huh. Have you heard that in relationships before? No one's ever said that out loud, but they've been... I know I've changed. I know I've been in like... I'm, I, I dated a girl for four years. I dated a girl for one year. And I dated a girl for quote-unquote two years. We broke up. And now we're like almost kind of like on the way. It's a weird. It's weird. <laughs> it's very bizarre. But it's... But that's love, you know. What I'm okay. saying, like the time is the timing for you to date is not working out, but how you feel with the other person is right. Bed, wake up, bed, wake. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Before you go to bed, what are you thinking about them? Before you, when you wake up, what are you thinking about them? Mm-hmm. When you picture like four boys, four huskies running around <laughs> your house, who's the woman? Them. You know, like right. it's like who's like who's handling the madness? Because you know, like I'm who like, else could handle four boys and four huskies? That's ridiculous. And, me, and, and, me, and you, I'm not backing down. I'm not like <laughs> quitting. I'm not quitting the game. Not... She's like, get the boys out of here, and you're like, no, no, no. They're We're staying. hanging out. We're playing wiffle ball in the living room <laughs> with the four huskies. They're a whole other team. Like, yeah, yeah exactly. Like, like mm-hmm. you know, like I'm like down to like enjoy it. Like you know, bottom line is. It's just, it's a lot. I mean, that's when you know. Okay. I, I, I'm a little, I'm a little love, love drunk. God You're damn, love I, drunk. This is the earliest anyone has been love drunk. Yeah, we, I, 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 I ripped six shots. That was a lot. That was a good amount. So I, I, I'm, I'll excuse myself for forgetting where I was at before. Yeah, no, you're so fine. But that's the whole point of this thing. And yeah, like, I want truly, you to know. I want you to know what's good with me. I, uh-huh. I don't like, listen, I'm not even... 
you know, on my own stuff. I want you to know what's good. I want you to ask me anything you want to ask me. If you're curious, you're curious. You know, like, ask yeah. me Yeah, okay. Good. Well, then let's get into it. So, oh. so since you've been out here, have you been on the dating apps? Have you been, like, dating no. around? No, no, no. Really? No. I listen, I don't do dating apps because that's my point. I'm confident enough in myself. Do I look like, you know, supermodel cover of Vogue? No. But am I cute enough to pull a pretty girl? Oh, for sure. And I know Josh that, is a cute boy, can confirm. But no, but like, thank you, I appreciate that. But like, my saying is, okay, I know where I stand. I know, like, mm-hmm. I can I rate myself on a scale of one to ten. I know where I'm at. Okay. I know my personality. I know where I'm at financially. I know where I'm at this and that and that and that. Mm-hmm. And I calculate all that. And I go, do I need to go on Bumble and meet a girl and be underwhelmed or overwhelmed or this and that and not really know who they are? Or can I meet a girl out in the open and just be like, hey, what's up? Let's get a drink. I trust my second instinct. Okay. Well, that's uh, interesting too because I feel like you – well, you go out like not a lot. But like you no, go, I go out, out pretty – okay, okay you go out animal, a lot. I'm very animal, yeah. So, so have, you, have you found that you're kind of like pulling girls from like when you go out? And also you go out like – with a bunch of different dudes too, right? That's like an issue. I go out with a bunch of alpha males, like nine guys. Like no, we talk about this, we joke about this, all we joke about it. But it's like the truth. Like it's like no girl wants any part of a guy who's rolling nine guys deep, nine guys deep, ready to just like fuck shit up. Like you know, yeah. like that's what it is. Like that's yeah, can, no, that definitely like sets off a lot. Not even like fuck head. Like, yeah. girls, but just like fuck like anything. Like ready to brawl, ready to dance, ready to like. <laughs> You know, hook up with a girl to buy someone a drink. Like, ready to just get wild. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, one thing. But also, like, I'm super you just, I'm super in love with one girl. So you just, that, like, holds you back subconsciously. Like, subconsciously, it's just like, you know, I, I, you, again, the best friend thing. Like, I want to, like, talk to this person. I want to hang right. out with this person. Yeah. But, like, you meet people out. And then they're, like, scoping you out. You're scoping them out. And you'd be real if they're not down with it. Then whatever they're just not down with your stuff, but if you, you're down, with, but if everyone's down with it, then maybe something happens. You don't know. Okay. I just be I just be real everywhere. I go. Like we were at a bar the other night, and it wasn't a dancing bar. Like you don't dance there, you know. Mm-hmm. But, but like a couple of people were dancing, just very few. And next thing I know, like I'm on the floor, like my legs look one leg's extended, the other look, my my pelvis is thrusting up in the air. <laughs> And there's a girl like twerking on my leg and just getting out of control. And you know what? If a girl picked me off that, that'd be the best thing ever because that's just who I am. I'm the guy that gets wild at the bar. You're not supposed to get wild at. Yeah. I wanted to go out with you guys, but I've been like intimidated because I hear you roll like 10 deep and it's we just roll, like we a We roll whole... a lot of guys deep and we roll heavy and we roll hard in the paint. Hard in the paint? Like, Wait, what like, is that? Like, that means, like, everyone's trying to get wild, dude. That means everyone's trying to get out of control, and it's just... Be- it's a commitment. We'll just say that. It's That's, a commitment. Leaves it at that. That's all you ever need to know. You're looking for someone who's going to commit. When I look for another dude as a companion, because that's important, too. Listen, girls, guys, you're looking for other person the same sex that your dad can roll out with. Mm-hmm. Other people are ready to go have a good time. Okay, but, like, if you find someone who's, like... Down for whatever you are, like they're uh, just ready for anything. <laughs> why? Why is that the reaction? Down for whatever. I'm a 
My mind goes dirty immediately. Oh my god! It no, just, this is does. this I mean, is in will. a this is in like a lovely, good sense. I'm gonna ask this question: If you find someone that's just like down for the craziness, like down for you, um, are you gonna get married? And can I come? Are you get married? Am I gonna get married? And can I? Yeah, of course, you can come. So I what? what? <laughs> I want my weddings to be a, first of all. I want my weddings to be an absolute banger. Second okay. of all, you're a hundred percent in, including before. Amazing. Like, you're like way involved before it's like, all right, who else do we need to invite this to be a banger? It's like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, it's like all right, we're that's like, amazing. Yes, we're that's at what 400 I people, but we have to get the mm-hmm. 600 for this to be out of control. Okay. And yeah, I mean, the, yeah, I'm, I just, I'm just down for someone who's down to live life, you know? It's just because there's so many, I'm like, I'm an actor, I'm on a podcast. <laughs> I wait tables, I MC bar mitzvahs, aka my life is just great, like wild. Yeah, it's very like but up I, and down. But I feel I, like that's a lot of us right now. That's it's just, we're just sort let of me like. Let tell you something right now, that's every human being ever. And I'm down with that. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with my life being. I, as long as I find someone else who's down with like my life, mm-hmm. down with just loving me as a person, not for what I do, not for what I make, and not mm-hmm. for what I can provide. Because yeah, I'll give whatever I can. I'll do anything I can for the other person. Right. If I meet a person who's just down with me because they're down with me, then yeah, let's let's get married. Let's bring Charlotte plus, <laughs> plus like 599 other people. 599 other. So 600 person wedding. I want a 600 person wedding and the girl may not be down, but I... No, I want to super. I I truly hope that I don't get married until I can afford like a giant fucking wedding. And obviously, yeah. you'd be invited to this wedding. Appreciate it as well. Yeah, of course. Um, but I want like the big fucking d- poofy cupcake dress and like the six hundred person wedding. Why do wedding girls want the, that? Why was what? Why do you want? Because you just you just want to feel like a princess. I don't know. I can't speak for every girl, but I know that for something about the fucking like cupcake wedding gown when you're walking down the aisle like I don't want any like cool modern whatever like I want like a classic just like fucking the poofiest and most amazing sparkly dress I will ever wear in my whole life because I'm only going to wear it once and so it's got to be spectacular when I wear it and that's exactly okay if a guy's not down with that it makes me even realize this right now if a guy's not down with that then they're not down for marriage because yes. if you can't be down for the girl wanting that her perfect wedding mm-hmm then you're not going to be able to wait, be down for the way she wants to raise the kids, the way she wants to do their homework, the way she wants to cook the food. Like You're just in trouble. Yeah. That's when it's trouble. People overcommitting yeah. themselves. Is I mean, there anything that you specifically, you're like, it's like it's both of our wedding and this is what I want? No, I don't care. I don't, I my fr- <laughs> I don't give a shit. Like, I, want my fr- like, I want my friends there. I want them to play shipping out to Boston and we all just go crazy and just go like wild I, I want my friends from New York my friends from Atlanta my friends from Texas like Houston Dallas and San Antonio my friends from Los Angeles my friend from Alabama like, <laughs> St. Louis like of course St. Louis like, my friends from Denver like, I, everyone I want my friends from Los Angeles I want them all there right because I know I'll be able to give the time I know I'll be able to give the love in the five hour period to everybody mm-hmm. I also want it to be a banger <laughs> Like, but what do you mean by that? Like when you say a banger, like, what do, I, what like, do, what do I mean, mean by I want to be a banger? What do you mean by banger? I mean by like the celebration's already happened. <laughs> Seriously, like the, with the okay. girl, if, if I'm marrying this girl, uh, it's, life's already been amazing. It's gonna be amazing. Like we, this is the party's about everybody else. That's how I am. 
Really? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. It probably okay. about everybody else having a dope time. Everyone my, if everyone's having a dope time at my wedding, I don't think, fuck, my wedding, yo, Fisher's wedding was sick. Like, Fisher's wedding was That's sick. That's what I want to say. I want to go to your wedding and be like, uh, yo, Fisher's It's going to be fucking pimp. Like, was it's going to be. Because I know. Open bar, obviously. What? What do you mean, obviously? Like, no, like, no I just mean, that like. That was never a question. Yeah, but that's the thing, is I'm saying, like, like I, I've told multiple people, like, I don't know where I will be financially when I have a wedding, but I will sacrifice anything to have an open bar. Like, my dad's my that's going to be the thing. My best friend in the entire world, my best friend forever will be my fu- my dad. Sweet, right? Yeah. No, also, sweet. my dad's the homie, though. My dad's going to be like, listen, if someone's not going to point where... My dad's going to come into the... My dad's going to step up into the stable and be like... Yeah, we have, we're having an open bar. My dad's like, no open bar? Okay, like, let me throw something. <laughs> he knows what's good. He he raised me. He made me who I am. Like, that's like him. My Like, my mom even. Like, what do you mean? Like, my mom. Like, my dad. Like, my mom's like, my mom's going to be the drunkest person at the wedding. <laughs> because she just won't, not because, like, she has... Not because, like, oh, her son's wedding. It's because, like, she wants just to be. Just because she wants to She's be, yeah. No, I free, feel that. Alcohol, like... Let's go. Yeah, that's how I was raised. Like mm-hmm. you know, like that's who my parents are. Like they're gonna make that happen, and that's what I want. I want my friends. I want my friends to be hammered. I want to chip it up to Boston and play, and like my home friends from New from Long Island, my friends from Texas, my friends from LA. So I'll be arm in arm and just getting wild. Yeah, like, that's the wedding. Like that's like the girl. Listen, let me tell you something right now. Tell me, please. Give my whole life to the girl. <laughs> Everything I make. The kids she wants, what she wants to do. I, I, I'm down for it. Like, fuck it. I don't, I, I don't really care, man. Like, I gotta be honest with you. I don't really, I'm not like, oh, you know, I really, I really need to make it in my business. I mean, really, really make it in my company. I don't care about that shit. I'm not down. Like, I, I, I just want like a dope wife with, who's like, damn, I love this guy. I'm like, all right, I love you too. As much as you love me, and let's have sick kids and like, let's have like an amazing life. Let's, let me provide for these kids. Okay. Let's have a good sick family. That's like, at the end of the day, what's what? That's what it's about, right? Yeah, that's ugh. That's just so. And I, I feel like you and I, like we're 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 friends, but like this is the first time I've heard you like talk about this stuff. Yeah, and yeah. I just like, no, I love that. I think that that's people always sh- people always shocked about my opinion on that kind of stuff because it feels as if people think I'm just like a. A douchey frat guy. And no, I don't, no, 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 I don't. I don't. I don't get I, that vibe from you at all. I am. I am. I am definitely one of those. Guys. I know. I am. I know. I am. I, and it's cool. But at the same time, it's also like, I love people. I love the girl I'm with. I love like her family. I love my family. I want everybody to be like, let's get drunk and have a sick time. <laughs> like, let's get weird. Like, let's get. Let's like maybe someone else has a kid that night. Not even me. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe, like, I don't have four boys and four huskies. Maybe I have four chihuahuas and four girls. And that's the, the hand I'm dealt. And you know what? I'll be the best dad I can possibly be. Because, you know what? Because that's what they need. And that's what I need, too. Like, I need, like, if I have four girls, amazing. <laughs> so fantastic. I'll be cool with that. And the first girl's going to be named Brady, guy or girl. First Brady? Brady. Why? Why am I named my first kid Brady? Yes, Tom why? Brady. Tom, okay, that's what... It's, no, it's not weird. It's not crazy. It's I'm not, not saying it's weird or crazy. I just feel like I should have known that as I asked it. I was like, wait, I know the answer to this question. Because I love... 
that that like, like that, that's 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 my podcast. I love because you, you love love. Mm-hmm. You love people. That's you very love, true. You love getting drunk. You love like yeah. I love like, all these things together, and that's why I put it all in. A that's podcast. why I have this podcast. Mm-hmm. I love sports and I love people. Mm-hmm. So I love talking about sports and relaying my message to other people. And I like Tom Brady for what he did for me is like made me a champion <laughs> as a fan. Like it's true. And like I like it's like I don't have a problem. Like I'm like, ooh, will people think it's weird honoring my kid? No. First of all, dope name guy or girl. Second of all, Tom Brady was like most of my like life and childhood. Sweet. People in the Jewish religion don't name their kids after their parents. Because okay. I would. Because I would. I would name my... If I had a son, I would name mm-hmm. him like, after my dad. But like, I won't because people don't do that. It, so my um, so my dad was Daniel Stephen, and then my brother is Stephen Daniel. And so like he has dibs on my dad's name, basically. Like I would definitely name my son after my dad, but like my brother kind of had... Like he has dibs on it. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, well, shit. I mean, like maybe I can name like middle name. But then also... Like he's already like he's already gonna have a son or I don't know if he's gonna have a son but he's gonna try to have a son and he's gonna try to name him Daniel Stevens so I'm like I feel like that's your thing I'm gonna step back and I gotta like figure something else out I would probably name I don't know if I'd name my like if I had a daughter I don't know if I'd name her like directly after my mom but like maybe I don't know my mom's name is Angelique like I feel like that's a very like unique name but. <laughs> Angela, Angie, like... Yeah, but, yeah, I don't know. I feel like that would cheapen it, you know? I don't know. No, I totally feel what you're saying, and it's... I didn't... How old's your brother? He just turned 30, actually. Damn. Yeah, he's my... So I have an older brother and an older sister, and my brother is, like, the oldest of the family. You're the youngest? Yeah, I'm the youngest. Uh, I'm the oldest. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm the youngest of my... But I'm also... I just turned 25, and you're how old? I don't know. I just turned 23. Okay, yeah, exactly. So I'm two years older than, like, all of my friends. Age is just such a fucking number, dude. Yeah. It just really is. Well, it's been... I mean, it's been kind of... It's been a little difficult for me because I came to... When I went to UT, I, like, transferred in after, like, all this shit. And so I'm two years older than, like, most of my friends. Yeah, I mean, like, I uh, I have friends that are older, I have friends that are younger, and I have friends that are, like, in my act, like, that's that are 30, and it's like, whoa, you're 30? And it's like, wait, people are doing, just, just starting out, and it's just... I've heard that 30 is, like, the best. Like, I've heard from multiple people that their 30s are, like, the best time of their life, which I'm hoping for. Like, I'm down for that, because my 20s are just like, no, oh, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I had, like, a sick time in college, which was, like, late teens, early 20s. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, oh, this is a crazy stressful. I was, like, figuring my life out. And then in 30s, I maybe married. I, I, I have no idea what the hell's about to happen. Like, it's just it's just completely bonkers. It's like, mm-hmm. you're like, okay, we're going to do this today. You, you wake up with a game plan. And then all of a sudden, the game plan is going to arrive by 11, 11 a.m. And it's like, fuck. Well, that's me. Like, when I was, so I, I mentioned this before, but my parents got married when they were 18. And so when I was a kid, I always thought that I would kind of be the person that met someone. And then, like, my first serious boyfriend would be also my husband. And then I'd have kids around the same time. Like, my mom had her first kid the day before she turned 27. And so that was always my, like, 
scale to which I kind of graded Paris things. Got against. married at that age. Yeah, yeah but exactly. it's but yeah, and so it's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have my first kid at 27, and that's how we're gonna go along with this. But now I'm kind of like looking at my own life and my own experience, and I'm like, that's well, that's not fucking gonna happen. It can't, so it what can't is happen it? because it's, it's personal. It's mm-hmm. like you know exactly because like your parents had a kid at 27, my parents got married at 27. Mm-hmm. It's just relative to where you are in your life, like. I don't know where I'm going to be at 26, 27, 28. I have no clue. Like, I don't even know where I'm going to be at 24. And I'm 20. Apparently, I'm 23 right now. Two months <laughs> apparently. Ago. As of two months ago, I'm 23 right now. You know, so it's. How did 23 feel? Because I felt like when I turned 23, it felt significantly like old. For some reason, when I turned 24, it felt less old as 23. Like 23 just feels so like weird. You know, I it was Christmas Eve. I turned twenty three on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I work at a restaurant. Like that's where I make my money, waiting tables. And so I, but I I went to work because I don't celebrate Christmas. People celebrate Christmas. They have to be with their families. Like, oh, right. It's yeah. like a birthday. I'll go in. And I can't. I don't really care about my mm-hmm. birthday. And so I went in and twenty three. How does twenty three feel? It feels like one year closer to thirty. It's like I, I'm not. I'm not like racing. Yeah. Like, oh, I want to get to 30 because then my career is kicking in. Then I'm married. Then I have a family. Then I'm on ABC. And then I'm on Netflix. And then I'm on a movie. And then you know, this and this and that. And it's just like, why are you rushing? Mm-hmm. When you're out and about having dope time, talking to dope people, <laughs> and making dope, ridiculous things. And you don't even realize this until you talk about it. Like, so I'm talking about this right now. Like, I've been so ahead of myself the past couple of weeks. But like, damn Get it together. Get it down. Like, mm-hmm. make this happen. But now I'm like, you know what? You're having a great time. You're doing some cool-ass stuff. Mm-hmm. And why not just rock it? Rock where you're going. And, yeah. and Can I have a kid by the time I'm 28? Sure. Can I be married by the time I'm 26? Sure. Can I be married by the time I'm 35? Sure. Can I have a kid by the time I'm 38? Sure. I, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, when I was a junior in high school, I thought I was going to Northwestern for college. I ended up going really? to Texas, yeah. Why did, like, why did you go to Texas? Like, question. Because you're from, you're from New York originally. Mm-hmm. And so. I was about to go to Northwestern. I got in. I was going to go. Okay. And I was between Northwestern and Texas and Michigan and USC. And I cut out Michigan and USC. And I was between Northwestern and Texas. And everyone in Northwestern is like. Oh, it's a tough choice, but everyone at UT is like, oh, come to UT, it's a no-brainer. And fuck money that I got, fuck, scholarship, fuck, scholarship, fuck, fuck anything, I don't care about that stuff, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, it's a blessing, but at the same time, it's a good value, because you learn, like, to value the truth in everything, and okay. not just focus on monetary issues. And so, mo- I, monetary, monetary issues weren't, a, weren't anything, it was like, alright, where do you feel? My parents, I mean, like, where do you feel comfortable? I go, honestly, the fact that people at Northwestern are like, damn, it's a tough, tough choice. The people at Texas are like, no brainer. I'm like, why am I going to the places? That, why am I not going to the places that are no brainer? Right. Right? Like, why, like go there. Mm-hmm. Like, well, that's like the easiest choice. Well, and it's so funny because, like, I went to Texas because of, like, financial issues. And it was literally, like, I was going to go to Boston. Like, I was going to go to Boston University. Yeah, and then, there, yeah. Yeah, and so I, I, you know, that was, like, I was accepted. I was ready to go. But then, like, 
financial stuff, family stuff. Like my dad died the year after I graduated high school and so, or the summer after I graduated high school. And so it was just all of these things that kind of led me to where it was supposed to be. But you know, so, so life leads you where you're supposed to go. But then I feel like you're constantly kind of trying to steer the way and try to figure out where you're supposed to be. But I mean, you're going to end up where you're supposed to be no matter what. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, you just, it's, Life is just—it's bonkers. Mm-hmm. It's just completely bonkers. Like you, people are trying to conquer. Like they set their year goals. Set a year goal—that's crazy to me. I can't even think about it a month in advance. Like it's so anything could happen. Like you just said, like anything could happen. You're like, okay, I want to go to college and be in Boston, Boston University. Two months later, not going to happen because mm-hmm. it can't. And all of a sudden, you have to readjust. And that's just the way life goes. And it's the same thing about love. It's like, oh, this is amazing with this person. We're having the best time ever. All of a sudden, they get a job somewhere sick. And I'm like, wait, me. And you go, oh, why are you focusing on you? But at the same time, it's like you're always focusing on yourself too. Yeah. And, and you asking them why you is even focusing more on yourself. You know, being, oh, you're taking a job not in Los Angeles? Mm-hmm. You don't care about me. But that's you caring about yourself, being like, why aren't you coming to Los Angeles for me? Yeah. Well, don't I, take your – it's like a conundrum. Everything's a massive conundrum. And see, so I've never – like, I've never had a relationship before, and which I've said multiple times on this podcast. But it's it's so interesting because I've never had to make a decision for another person. And so I feel like that's just such – like, I – that's such a strange thing because I'm always so pro, like, do what you have to do. Do what's best for you. But I've also never really considered another person in any decision that I've made before. I've always been able to do exactly what I wanted to do, which maybe is more, like, I don't know, which is maybe a positive of never having anyone to focus on except myself. So I've always been yeah, able to do... Yeah, you learn to find that mm-hmm. love. I really, I have had three girlfriends, one for four years, one for one year, one for two years. And by the time I got the third girlfriend, I was ready to have a girlfriend. Like, like this was serious. Mm -hmm. And the other girls, you just, you're not ready to give yourself to them. And you're not ready to accept yourself for them. And you're not ready to accept them. This is like a bunch of levels you have to go through. And... That's what happens. It, t- it takes time. You're not going to meet somebody having never been in love before and be like, oh my God, this is the one. This is it. Because it may not be fair to either of you. You know? That And that's so interesting you bring that up as, you know, as my position of never having been in love before. I've had a lot of people be like, well, well, okay, so I'll, I'll first of all, people I'll People try to make you in love. People try to make, oh, you've been in love before. Like, you like, loved that guy, didn't you? Like yeah, like he was great. Like mm-hmm. no, but I, I and I know that that's never been a thing, and and I think that maybe one of the biggest fears I've ever had is like meeting someone and then that just being the one and having like only one love in my whole to life. Base and then that's, off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so it's and so it's kind of scary. But I've had people be like, hey, but if if that's your person, then it's your person, and that's you're meant to be with and you don't have to worry about it and blah 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 but like part of me wants to experience new things and wants to experience new people and you know like and and that seems so silly to kind of be like hey I want to have a couple different boyfriends before I find like the person I'm meant to be with forever but I didn't like 
I didn't have a boyfriend in high school. I didn't have a boyfriend in college. It's it's just a lot of pressure to enter your adult life and then the first relationship you find is like the person and you kind of stick with them, you know? But it doesn't have to be. You could be you could meet tens, twenties, people go on dates every weekend for years, you know? And mm-hmm. it's just that's the way it goes. Like I know I know I don't I have a friend like, yeah, my roommate's gone on like a million dates. And then she's dated the same guy for the five years. It's two it's two peas, completely different pods, completely different salads, completely different days that the salad served. You know what I'm saying? It's just so different. It's the same concept, but it's different. Yeah. You know, like you don't have to like the first relationship you have doesn't have to be anything. Like you you could have you could have a moment with somebody and it doesn't metastasize somebody. And that doesn't mean you did anything wrong, they did anything wrong, or you have to learn from it. Or you have to be like, okay, this is what I, this is what has to happen because this didn't go. Sometimes things just don't go according to plan, and you're better off being okay. That wasn't perfect. Yeah, I feel like every kind of relationship I enter into, or you know, involvement or whatever, I'm always trying to like learn from it and grow from it and all that because like I feel like if I don't do that, I'm sort of like, I fucking wasted my time Mm -hmm. in that situation, like. Particularly, like, Bumble Boy, who was the first person I dated when I was out in L.A. Like, it, it was only a month, and it, it was significant to me just because it was, like, the first person, like, the first total stranger that I had ever, like, been involved with. Yeah, you're like, wow, I just met this person out of the blue. Mm-hmm. This is crazy. I'm in it. I'm in life. This mm-hmm. is what life is. Yeah. But then you forget, like, even meeting somebody at, like, a party, or, like, we're, like, you know, like, a frat party, mm-hmm. where, like, they were just right. You meet them out of the blue. You meet people out of the blue all the time, and you just degrade that because you take it for granted. And then you degrade your skills meeting people out of the blue. And Bumble Boy, yeah, you know, you met him out of the blue. You met him on an app, but it was special and it was pure. And you're like, damn, this is gonna go somewhere, but then all of a sudden it doesn't. And guess what? Bumble Boy becomes John, and then John becomes Rich, and then Rich becomes, you know, Craig, and all of a sudden. You're 32, and you and Craig are engaged. Because it's a stepping ladder. You know, it's not a race to the finish line. Mm-hmm. If you're ri- Listen, if you're racing to the finish line for love, you're just out of your mind. You are, you are, because it takes so long. I've fucked, I've messed up, I've messed up twice. And I've, I, I, you know, I've been in love with three girls. I dated three girls, seriously, for a year plus. I dated one girl four years, like I said, four years, yeah. one year, two years. Mm-hmm. And the first two girls, I really, really messed up. The second, the third girl, I even messed up there. And now I'm like, wow, I get it. And the third girl, I've had a fortunate opportunity that I can have like a second chance with. Mm-hmm. And it's then like, yeah, those are moments. Those moments. Those moments are luck. Second chances are luck. Yeah. Second opportunities are luck. But after that, it's. You are able to, you should learn from it, but you also shouldn't like hold yourself to it. Like, damn, this didn't go well. I'm 30. It's not gonna, it's never gonna happen. I don't know. I mean, like, I just turned 25 and I'm like, shit, like, I don't, I don't know. Exactly. That's like the whole point. Like, 25, I've never been in love. This has never happened for me. All of a sudden, you're 26, almost 27. You're like, damn, you better get married in a couple of days. <laughs> Why not? Like, why? I just, but I just like can't because you also have to understand just from a situation that I've been in is I've been like telling myself since I was like 14 that like 
oh, someone's going to come along and it just no one has yet. And so it's but why would I expect anything else to be different in the future? You know, that's a curious thing I have about girls is like so and so is going to come along. But what if they come along? But you haven't given them the opportunity. You could have totally met that guy. You know what I'm saying? There's been girls. I'm like, damn, you totally. You and then you get and then you get like existential and then you realize like you're like you know what you just really never realized me who for who I was. And that's a judgment on your character. <laughs> it is because listen, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something right now. I've okay. been, I've I've had there's times where with girls I've acted completely incorrectly and I'll mm-hmm. own up to it. Any girl you name the, all the girls I've had something with and I'm like Good, I didn't handle that well. Oh, I handled that terribly. There's also times where you had nothing with the girl, but there could have been something. You're like, damn, I don't understand why. Like, same thing with the boy. Like, damn, I don't understand why they, and it's because they didn't get it. It's not because you had anything you did, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And at that time, it's like, you know what? They're, they they were never meant to be because they couldn't handle it correctly from the get-go. That's, yeah, that's that's very sweet. But, like, also, I feel like, so I so I dated this guy named Seth, and we, like, talked for a little bit, and we went on a couple dates, and I could specifically acknowledge, like, I looked at him, and I was like, you are very nice, you like me, you are funny, I have fun with you, but for some reason, like, it's just, like, not clicking with me. Like, I just, mm-hmm. like, there was no spark, there was no, we weren't, like, kiss compatible, like, it was just, like, it was... It was this whole thing, and I felt, like, guilty about it, where I was like, I don't know why I don't like you, because I feel like I... The siren. I know, like, when you're recording your podcast and the sirens come out about it, it's like, what, what could be going on? Like, <laughs> what could tw- be more important than this right now? A million to one things, but, like, at 12, 3 in the morning, it's, like, serious. You know, I was like, yeah. like, damn, like, damn, like, oh, like I better oh, be quiet. Like, God, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, but um, <laughs> it just didn't click with Seth. Like, what's yeah, good? Yeah, so it just no, but that's the thing is, I went on, I went on a date with him, and we had a great time, and we sat there, and we like talked, and where was the date? Uh, we went to a place called Firefly in in. Oh, I heard, that was City. A, I heard that was a good date spot. Yeah, it's well, it's is it good. a good date spot? <laughs> yeah, no, it's a great date spot. Really? Like, it's, yeah, no, okay, I really, cool. it's Duly like, noted. <laughs> it's like low lighting, and like the drinks are expensive, and he bought like. All of our expensive drinks. I didn't okay, but he was also one of the people that straight up like we ordered our drinks and he like had his credit card like out and was like, This is my tab and like paid for everything and I then to know it. Yeah, like he he very much was like, I'm gonna pay for this date and everything, mm-hmm. which made me feel even more bad because usually if it's a date and it's not going well, I'll like at least try to buy around. So I feel but like that's no also one's... not chill. What do you mean it's not chill? Because if a girl's trying to buy a drink, I'm like, damn, this is like going terribly. <laughs> that is my move. When it's let, not going uh, well. Exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, it's, like, yeah, it's like, let me cover this thing at least. Like, it's like, Christ, why is it going that bad that you like, feel you? Yeah. Like, damn, like this guy, poor guy, has to pay for this. Like, <laughs> that hasn't happened to me. Like, if it were, it would be pretty cruddy. Can I just say, I also went on a really bad Bumble date where I took a lift to like downtown to go to this brewery and then I ACB brewery Angel, Angel City, City. Yeah. yeah Angel City's great brewery <laughs> yeah no I it's so cool, I went on right? a date there yeah. no it's cool I had like I did not I was not feeling the guy at all like he walked in and like I was immediately like nope but it wasn't it wasn't necessarily because 
he just like had like a, I don't know. So I was wearing heels because I've also mentioned this before. When I go on Bumble dates, I wear like, not like extreme high heels, but I wear heels because I'm like, this is the tallest I could possibly be at any given time. And like, you have to be okay with it. You know? Guys never think girls like try to like do that kind of stuff. But girl, they do. Like, they do, yeah. Yeah, girl, like girls do it as much as guys. But like, all right, like, oh, uh, we're tight as shirt I can because be like, damn, like. <laughs> You know, this the, is the, like this is the best I'm gonna look. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's like this is the tallest then, I could possibly like, I was, be. Like, Runs my friends first, and they just rip me to shreds. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like already grounded by the time I go out. I love it. It's fine. Good, but so I got there and I was wearing like heeled boots, and he was like the like the same height, maybe a little shorter than me, mm-hmm. and he immediately just like shrank down even further because I feel <sighs> like he like saw me and was like. A little like yeah, stressed yeah, like, height. yeah, and so then immediately it just like didn't really super go well. It was a great, it was a, I looked around and was like, oh, this would be great for like any other date that I've ever been on. But I ended up paying like fifty bucks for lifts back and forth, and then also ended up paying for a round because I'm like, there's no way that this is gonna go anywhere after this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, nah, that's like, because then you're like in territory where it's like, damn, I'm throwing out shekels and it's like, not my vibe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, that kind of stuff happens. I mean, like, it's, it's that, I guess it's the part of the dating game. I don't, I don't like, I can't go on a date where I can't pay for a girl. And yeah, oh, it's like, whatever, you know, like, girl, like, yeah, I know the girl can pay for herself. Most right. likely, the girls make more money than I am. Like, I, I know that. I, I, I get that. I, mm-hmm. Cool. I, I'm, I'm happy to rely on her in the long term. Right. But in the short term, let me buy it. Just let me buy the drink. Just like let me. If you can't, and like if it's going well, that's like a telltale mm-hmm. sign. It's not going well if the girl's buying the drink. You know. I mean, I've only been on dates out in LA, and they've definitely gone poorly, and they've definitely gone where it's the point where it's like the girl shows up high, the girl shows up drunk, right? Really. I don't dig that, and that, and that, and you know what? That just reaffirms the other girl who I'm in love with, and I'm kind of like settled to this point, which is like I don't even know how that's bad or good. I just, like, I just want to be at that point, you know, where it's yeah. just like you can't. But at the same time, it's like you have to be like, all right, you have to be open to the idea that like, it's not possible. Mm-hmm. And that's why I love is such a crazy concept because you're allowed to love more than one person because you still love the other people. You still, it's like all of a sudden you're, you can't just break off love. Right. Yeah, no, it's 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 something that exists within you, I feel like. It's a, it's a I don't know, it's a constant for sure. Um, but what you were saying earlier about people like, like people showing up on dates like drunk or high or like, like I had, I like I'll I'll say that a lot of my uh, my relationship with Bumble Boy, like he was drunk most of the time. And how he, long was that relationship though? Like only about a month, but like for me, it was like kind of like it was kind of significant. Where it was just you know the first person I dated, and it was also someone like I had casually dated, which I wasn't really used to like casual dating where like we kind of check in and i don't know it was it was interesting but it was like you're texting him on tuesday when you're not going out till friday yeah exactly exactly and so it was it was i don't know it was it was very interesting and i definitely overthought it the whole time and i was definitely like i was always like chance was always kind of my my person that i would go to i was like you know like you understand this like you get this why is he that guy He's like the guy's like, hey, Chance, is it okay? He's like, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. 
Yeah, no, but that's and and it's funny because in his episode I talked about how (laughs) I would reassuring. Like people are reassuring you, like one of those people that's yeah, exactly. But I I would say things like, "Oh, is this normal?" And he'd be like, "Yeah." And then when we ended up ending things, I was like, "Mm, "I'm mad at you because you didn't like prepare me for this." But it's not obviously his fault. Like he was just trying to be nice to me and like give me like tell me what I wanted to hear. But, um, but yeah, no, he, he fed me these lines about, like, he's anxious and he's just, like, socially awkward and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, yeah, no, I get that. But to a point, when you're seeing someone, you kind of want them to, to pick you over. It's like, stop focusing on yourself. Stop being like, like, I'm anxious, I'm too social. I can't, like, I can't make you happy. I can't do, like, no, you can't make you happy. You can't Mm -hmm. make you, you're anxious. You know what? Mm Mm-hmm. Stop focusing on yourself for five seconds and be like, all right, yeah, you're all these things, but who cares? You how you can't just change them that night. You might as well focus on somebody else and make them happy. Yeah. And, like, uh, he would always say, like, oh, I'm so bad at this, but then would never try to fix it, which is something I didn't notice. And there there are so many things. That's what I'm saying. You're better than that. You're better than an app. You can meet somebody anywhere, like, in a class, and I got to fucking pumpkin patch or like a gross I don't know like a gross like something like something like common like you're like a you, pumpkin patch I don't know like somewhere like everything's chill it's like I don't I, I so you don't need to meet people I, I'm like adamant that people if you meet somebody at Bumble amazing but it was always meant to be mm-hmm. I don't need to like I don't I tried it it didn't work out cause I can meet somebody anywhere cause like you have to you have to I promise you, there's been times where I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go out and get laid tonight. <laughs> and guess what happened? Did not get laid. Not even close. I mean, I've had those nights, too. I'm like, ooh, I'm going to go out and, like... Bang. Yeah. Yeah. And it didn't happen. And it just didn't happen. And then you go out, all of a sudden, one of those nights, and you're like, we should hang out with the guys. And all of a sudden, you come across somebody, and you're actually interested, because you didn't, like, try to preemptively go be interested in somebody. I'm always preemptively interested in someone, though. Like, that's no. that's the issue I gotta figure out. You don't know that person yet. You don't know. Like, you don't, you, know, you go out to a bar, you're like, I'm interested in somebody. You don't even know if anyone in the bar you're gonna be interested in. So, why have that notion already? You're ready to go. You're just so wise. Me? I'm just so uh, wise. I've just been dumb so many times. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's That's what life's about. That's what love, life, it's, it's like. How many times can I be stupid and dumb, get away with it, learn from it, and then just be different, a little bit better the next time? That's amazing. Um, so, so throughout all your experiences, I do have to ask you: Do you have any specific, like your favorite, like love song or breakup song, or both? Just yeah, me. yeah. Um, it's the song "Kiss Me" by not like, but not by Sixpence and the Richards. <laughs> It's like newfound glory. I don't okay. care. It's like super lame. It's super. It is what it is. It I is. Know. Yeah. No. But that's your. But that's it. Yeah. I love kissing people. It's like it's a great song, you know. But also, like, if there's a song that I'm like getting down to, it's with it's Jalen Santoy's foreplay. It's like, <laughs> try, no, sorry, it's like it's like it's like it's like I shot every time I showed it to. It's like it's just like a bunch of trumpets and like you know horns playing. I was like, okay, this is cool. And then all of a sudden, the guy's just rapping over it. It's like, damn, people are weird of this thing. And that's what it's about. I mean, music is 
I love music. I love music before I go on stage. But like before you, like I have intro songs on my podcast. Like I'm sure you have intro songs. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah exactly. Natalie so you, wrote it. So Natalie, yeah, right. Okay, yeah, yeah. I remember like Natalie wrote your. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's in music fuels stuff. Yeah, music is like the ultimate expression. If you can rap, if you can rap, you can sing, you can write, you can play guitar, play piano, saxophone, tri- whatever. <laughs> it's anything. If you are listening to it, that's you pouring yourself out there. Mm-hmm. You can't pour yourself out there any harder. Mm-hmm. So music, yeah, I play. I multiple playlists. I, I like, like, like I tell people like Spotify playlists are the new the 20, 2018 mixtape. Yeah, no, they definitely are. Like, hey babe, I made you like a Spotify playlist. <laughs> you know, like I. I start, yeah, no, like I and I'm right, not, like, I I'm not super for... good at music or anything, but I I always like like oh maybe like making someone a playlist. Like I I have a shitty music taste, but you that's... don't, dude. You don't like you don't have like your music taste is your music taste. Like people like oh I have a dub taste in music. It's because like, a a couple of people have agreed with you. Be like. <laughs> Oh, I have a bad taste of music because a lot of, you know, you just haven't met the people that love your taste of music. There are people out there. <laughs> Clearly there are people out there but like, oh man, nobody loves this song. And then you look at the song on Spotify and it has forty five million plays. Like, yeah, people fucking love that song. You're just like not as tight with them as like the people who love like another song is like 65 million like it's like it's fine you're right i just feel like i'm not like cool when it comes to music like i don't know like i don't like cool. you know you know what someone's not cool you're not cool when it comes to music so and so is like the man when it comes to music oh yo jerome might kill somebody go <laughs> but drum can't dance in a club and then zachary can dance in a club but zachary can't talk about <laughs> zachary can't talk about the football game but derek can talk about the football game but Derek has a whack taste of music. It's just like a full circle. It just comes full circle and everything. Exactly. You know, people are people. People hold everything they do into the highest pedigree. But oh right. my god! Like it was the pinnacle. And think about like, like damn, so and so would never text me. Think about how you go through a day. Like damn, I hope so and so never texts me. <laughs> right? I'm I, sorry. I'm just like you're hilarious. I'm just- <laughs> I just need to keep you around all the time because yeah, you just like have a, a third, you have like, such a good like out view on life. Like that's what I need in my life. Me, I, I don't know because I've been like stupid. Yeah, I'm like I've been stupid. I've been comfortably stupid, but you have to be comfortably <laughs> stupid. You know? That's no, that's so good. That's never anything. Like I, I feel like I'm always like on high alert of like have to be like a specific way have to present myself a specific way so i feel like someone who kind of presents themselves in a different way than i do where or like the comfortably stupid like i would i you know i don't know if i could ever be that not that it's a bad thing it's just i feel like i just like my anxiety is just like too much for that you know my anxiety runs in a different sense. Like everyone mm-hmm. has some sort of anxiety, even right. like supermodels. I've, I've seen supermodels. I've been like a waiter for supermodels, and they're like the most anxious people I've ever waited on. Mm-hmm. You know, it's because people are just like your anxiety is like you're beautiful inside, you're beautiful outside, you're beautiful inside outside. But then all of a sudden, this is you can't pay your mortgage. Like it's like just like shit just goes wrong. Like shit's right. Like, She's always going wrong with people, and you have to like love somebody. But you can't. I, I'm like a firm believer, and you can't love somebody for the their monetary value. Money is just. So, oh yeah, no, that's that's so fleeting. Like it is so incredibly fleeting. Money is just stupid. You know that's how I feel, and, and it's not because like, oh I know I, I I grew up with money. 
you know, I did. Like, uh, I, I'll be the first. I grew up with good money, very successful parents. You know, my parents are still successful. They're right there. Mm-hmm. That's the way it goes. But I don't want to be defined by that. I want to be defined by the jokes and make the movies I'm down to watch, like the talks I have, like because that's the gas get that gets you next level. You're looking for love. Mm-hmm. It's can I can I can I sit with this person? Like Google does it. Like the Google the Google way to hire somebody is can I sit with this person at a bar for six hours? Yeah, I saw that in Vince Vaughn Owen Wilson movie about Google, <laughs> but like I'm like, damn, it held true. No, but that that is. Yeah, that is. That Can I be is. with my wife from a bar for six hours? Mm-hmm. That's when I know I'll marry her. Mm-hmm. It's just someone you never get tired of talking to. You know, you always have like new shit to discover. Or and... just like just like petting and like touching <laughs> and like and like hanging out with and kissing mm-hmm. and laughing and poking and making fun of and teasing and like there's just, like a million like talking to like there's like a million like aspects like a whole package. Mm-hmm. If you're like, yeah, I can never get tired of doing any of those things with that person, then all of a sudden you're just like. Yeah, that's like, like it's time to get married with that person. Mm-hmm. Not like time. It's like, oh, I'm 31. Let's let's get it down. Let's, let's break. get a move on. Like, let's go. Let's get my life together because there's machines. You could live for a little while now. <laughs> like Stephen Hawking was 76. Yeah, and he couldn't even talk, dude, or do anything. Mm-hmm. Like, he couldn't even move. He had no. He was like just like kind of like scooting around. Mm-hmm. For thirty something, it's like yeah, horrible. He died. Death is terrible. And now you're like, like oh, again. I'm like, I'm not gonna really. No, like that's it. no, but like, get into it, whatever. Like, why not? But like, it's like, it's incredible that like, with his condition, he was able to live that long. Mm-hmm. And people are gonna live that long, so don't be like, don't be. Like, oh my god, I'm like thirty one. I I have four years to be in love because I can't have because I, I can't because you could can have whatever you want. You'll yeah. figure it out. Mm-hmm. That's like my damn. mindset. It's like, damn, let's give time. Like, like who I am at twenty one was different than who I am at twenty three. Who I am at twenty three is different than I am at eighteen. It's like, it's like, oh wow, like I'm different at twelve than I am at like sixteen. But then you're shocked that you're different from twenty four to twenty eight. Like, why? Well, see, and four yeah. years is four years. But yeah, and that's that's the interesting thing is because I feel like you don't really know how different you are until you kind of look back on it. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, like maybe when I was like. I remember being 18, looking back on my 14-year-old self, being like, this girl is a mess. Like, I would probably smack her across the face if I had the mm, chance. Yeah. But but then also, my 25-year-old self looks at my 18-year-old self, being like, what the fuck were you doing? Like, it's it's always kind of a constant, you don't really realize how far you've come until you are at the end of the line, you know? And that's Not the best, end of the line, but... But, like, close to, the best part of being human is you get a good, you get a good amount of time. Yeah, you get a you get a pretty decent. Oh, like, then why do all of us like? Why are we all so terrified of not accomplishing something by the time we're thirty? Because people fear what they don't know, dude. People yeah. fear what they don't know. I'm not afraid of anything. You know what I'm afraid of? I'm afraid of not having a happy f- media family. Because okay. I'm capable of that. I'm capable of having a good, of holding a good wife who's happy with me and happy with herself and happy with where we're at. Having three kids who are happy and I'm able to provide for them. Mm-hmm. I'm capable of that. <laughs> Right. So if I don't have that, yeah, I'll be a little bummed. But at the same time, it's just, you know, people are just unsatisfied because they put time on themselves. They go, I need to do this by the end of this year. And they don't realize they have a million years to do something. Yeah. There's so much time. 
mm-hmm. like days go by. I'm like, holy hell, can Wednesday just end already? <laughs> it goes on forever. Forever, like, yeah. like dude, like Wednesday's been like so long. But it's so strange because certain days like feel like they're going by so quickly, but then like one particular day, I'm like, this day is never gonna fucking end. And I remember when I was in high school, especially, like I'd look at it and be like, if I just get through this day, like if I get to this point then I'll be okay. Like, if I get past this, then I'll be okay. But I feel like every day is, like, a treasure. I don't know. Maybe it's just me getting older and me being, like, stressed out. Dude, like, I don't even know. Like, I don't even know what's good. Like, it's just, you, you just, time is just so wicked different. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like, damn, this is going on forever. This day has been forever. I'm, like, so not looking forward to this day. Then all of a sudden, next year, it's like, damn, it's 11 p.m. It's like, oh, I made it through. Yeah. You're surprised, mm-hmm. you know, and that's why that's why I'm like, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, it, I I do have to ask you, and I feel like I know. might already know the answer, but is there anyone that you would like to like low key curse, like not that you want them to die or that you want anything actually bad to happen to them, but just like a minor inconvenience? In what your do you life? think the answer is? I feel like you wouldn't have anyone that you no, would want Loki curse. Yeah, no, I knew. I knew it. I knew it. I was like, no, Josh is like not the person that no, holds on to these things. No, I don't. You know, because I love people, man. That's why I, that's why I do a podcast. That's why you do a podcast. Like, you don't do a podcast because like, you're like, oh, I know a lot about this topic. I'm going to talk about this. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be the best podcast. I don't mind. It's like I love people. You love interacting with people, and you don't mm-hmm. get to interact with enough people. And you're like, I want to talk a little more. And it's just simply the fact that I don't. It's I can't hold that grudge against people because people are going through their own shit. How I don't know. I don't know what. I, I don't know. Like, like, like we've been hanging out for the past like hour and twenty. Like, we've mm-hmm. been like, no, man, we've been podcasting the past hour and twenty. Yeah, we've been, we've been hang- hanging out even longer than that. We've been hanging out like way longer than that, <laughs> and it's like now you're like the surface level. Like, I could like go into like all this shit that like I've been going through, and it's not even like the surface level. Of, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even know. It's the fact of me to judge somebody and hate somebody and be like, oh, that guy's a, that guy sucks, based on or that girl sucks, based mm-hmm. on like. I don't know what they're going through. They could be different than when the time I didn't like them. It's just, I can never like fully hate somebody. I mean, I'm very, I'm a very easy play. I know I'm a very easy play. I know like if I'm like even tight with you or like, you know, like not happy with you or pissed at you, it just takes like 20 minutes. Because I can see like people are just like flip floppy. I'm flip floppy. That's how people are. I would, yeah, I would, I would definitely, I don't know. I definitely have people that I have like, cursed in the past but you know it's it's interesting because I had a conversation with Natalie once about this where I will never forget this we were in the car on our way to Home Depot because our house was infested with rats and we had to go and get rat traps but I was talking about like the most recent dude who had like broken my heart which I think was Julian at the time but I was sitting there and I was just like talking about shit and I was like I just don't understand this this and that and then she said you know, we're all trying to figure ourselves out. How could you even be mad at someone who was going through the same thing? Which, at like, I knew that, but it also made me so mad because I was like, no, but I'm feeling this exactly, way. Exactly, because you want that thing. Yeah. I want a boyfriend right now. <laughs> I want that guy to be my me boyfriend. Me always. Yeah, you're like, I want that guy to be my boyfriend. That guy's like, okay, let's go on a couple dates. You're like, okay, boom, we're in it. 
All of a sudden, it's like, yeah, I don't know. But you've already been like with like seven other guys. And you're like, oh my God. And you're like, why the fuck? I think it's like with any guy, girl, it's just people. How can you not be self absorbed? People are like, damn, like, let me not be self absorbed. Let me not. It's not about me. It's not about me. Because if you're not self absorbed, you're going to forget to eat. <laughs> you know, you're going to forget to drink right. some water. Like, you're uh-huh. all of a sudden, it's going to be like Saturday and your pee is yellow. And you're like, damn, I have to go out later tonight. I'm going to be really hungover on Sunday because I'm already in a terrible situation. I'm really, I'm already behind the eight ball. I'm already dehydrated because I've been, fo- quote unquote, focusing on everybody else. You know, you have to. There has to be a sense of like, yeah, I have to focus on me. Because if you don't focus on you, because you're, if you don't focus on you and you're not in a good space, then your space is not is not capable of focusing on other people. That's so interesting. I just feel like we kind of like look at life in a completely different, like a completely different way, which is not like bad or anything. It's just like interesting what do you because mean? I feel like, well, no, I feel like I will always give myself to people above like myself, or like I will always give myself to everyone else before you know i i don't know like i feel like if there's someone that i really really care about i'm like always going to put my focus on that person but maybe that's just me and based on my experience or based on like my past or i I can relate i I can relate it to it you know it's like similar to it's like my podcast is a sports podcast running march madness bracket and it goes along the lines of yeah i'm getting as many people as possible for the bracket as big as possible like damn everyone's following this podcast like the biggest like fucking thing is but at the same time it's like i don't want people because i'm not about like about like everyone doing it and being involved in something it's 50 50 it's like yeah i want everyone to be involved cause i do so I, I generally i'm like yeah i want everyone to be like damn this thing's blowing up but also when i want to be like damn i have like involved in something i'm able to participate in this whole thing because it's like a six sporting event and it's cool and it's cool to like, just have something right, to throw ten dollars yeah. in just whatever yeah of course and that's why i throw the fifty dollars charity like whoever wins gets fifty dollars charity to like whatever they want, and mm-hmm. like I, I would give more if I give more, but I'm broke as fuck and I'm an actor. Like I don't, I don't have any money. I, I, <laughs> I don't like, have any money. No, yeah, I get that. you know, it's like, and that's where it comes in. It's like that's where the fifty fifty split comes in. It's like fifty percent is like, damn, like I need to grow this because I need to grow my shit. I need to be on my shit because I'm good at it. Like I'm dope at it. I love it and I'm into it. And like, I know I could be somewhere someday. Mm-hmm. But also fifty percent is like. It's not about me. It's about people who listen. It's about people who care. It's about people like, damn, like, I've been like, crunching numbers all day. I just want to listen to some drunk idiots or like stupid <laughs> fools talking about sports who know a little bit more, know if I studied the stats a little bit more, but also mm-hmm. kind of like, equally as goony. Yeah. I feel like for me, it's sort of like, I just want... Just like relating. It's like a podcast yeah. kind of sense. You it's know? like, I, like, I am always 110% honest, and I don't know if that makes me sound better or worse. Uh, there is this. Right, uh, I don't even know how you sound like right now. Yeah, I honestly, this, I feel like, congratulations, this is the first podcast where I literally cannot remember any single thing we've said. Usually it's just the second half I can't remember, but I truly just like, this is going to be a total surprise when I'm editing. Yeah, there's just like moments, moments. Like, I, I'll go through podcasts where I'm sober. I don't even remember anything I said. You know, it's just, it's just, you're in it. You're, it's not even like, oh man, I must be fucked up. I must be hammered. I must be drunk as fuck, you know? Mm hmm. And just be blackout and not talking about. Then all of a sudden, like, wait, even much actually in somebody. I'm not even that drunk. I'm just like talking to somebody. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, exactly. Um, I did recently try to slide into someone's DMs, and uh, because he'd been he, so it was someone that I had seen on Bumble and was mm-hmm. like, oh, he went to our school. We probably have some mutual friends, and I like checked out 
some mutual friends. Like I for sure creeped. Like it was it was kind of weird. But I did I did some research and I found him and like found his Instagram and uh like friended him on Instagram, like added him and then he added me back and was like watching all of my Instagram stories mm-hmm. and everything. But like I posted a lot about this podcast and part of me was a little nervous. I was like, well if they like go and check out the podcast, they'll know all of my secrets and they'll know like everything that's wrong about me. And like it's just a funny a funny thing to present to someone who doesn't know you at all. And, like, how you present yourself. Because I'm always very, like, 100% honest, like, whenever I talk about this. And so I'm, like, always talking about it. Well, why like, shouldn't you be? Like, everyone's like, ooh, like, you know, yeah, it's, like, judgmental like, for someone that's, like, 100% honest. When everyone's, like, oh, judging someone because they're 100% honest, that means they're partially fake. If you're 100% honest in who you are, no one will ever judge that. Like, you look at, like, you look at actors, like, you're like Jennifer Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Jennifer Lawrence is Jennifer Lawrence. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, oh, should I be 100% honest with this guy's looking at my podcast? Like, what's he going to think? If he's, like, not down with it, not down with who you are, not down with who you're down to express to be, do you really want to be with him? True. But I feel like if I told someone all of my baggage and all of my past, I would rather do that in person than be, like, listen to all of these podcasts and, like, find out everything that's, you're like... you're judging what you're doing. You're judging what you're like, you do this podcast for reason because you love love. Yeah, You love being true. with other people. You love... There's, like, a certain aspect of you who's just, like... Not to get super deep, but we've already mentioned just like you've seen what your parents have had, you've mm-hmm. ex- you've experienced that, and you have thirty-two years of just pure bliss and beautifulness, and like yeah. fighting and loving and accepting and not accepting and not understanding, but then finding out, and just all these like thirty-two years, so fucking long. That's so long. Holy so shit. long. I knew like, that, I'm but also I'm just thinking yeah, about it's it. Like, yeah. It's like nine more years from where I'm at, like right now. Like mm-hmm. seven more years. It's like. It's a lot of time from where you're already at. Like, think about how much yeah. you've grown. It's just like a lot to handle, and you know, if someone's not going to accept you and they get in, and be invested in that, then there's no. There's, don't hold yourself. Don't hold yourself back. Like, don't you can't be questioning yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. Because like, I'll just. I'll, I mean, I feel you. Like, oh man, people, was that stupid? Was it stupid? What I said was it dumb? Was mm-hmm. it? Yeah, it probably was. It probably was very dumb what I said. It probably wasn't on point and not a good rep- representative of like what I know in sports or anything along those lines or love. Mm-hmm. But like at the same time, it's like I was feeling in the moment. I might as well be honest. Yeah. I think that honesty is just like the biggest. I don't know. Like I feel like I'm always looking for people to be under 100% honest with. And I, I talked about uh, when I did – Ross's episode of the podcast where I'm always kind of looking for someone to not necessarily that they're going to give maybe this is maybe this is flawed but I'm always looking for someone that's going to give like like I can give a hundred percent of myself to even if they don't necessarily give a hundred percent to me but like that is what I am personally looking for so I'm sort of like here take all my baggage like this is this is it this is me this is why I am who I am and this is then, you know? then, then it's like two steps away because no, 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 because no, 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 I don't think like I get it's funny. It's like, like, all right, you need to find the person. Like, okay, give my home percent too, mm-hmm. and then you need to find the person that that doesn't give that doesn't maybe that may not. If they mm-hmm. give if it's 50 50, then you're chilling, <laughs> you may, then you're not, then you're no steps away, then you're, like, you're chilling, right? Like, which is so plausible, mm-hmm. but it could be like, okay, I give my 100% to this person, and then they give not that's me. You're like, I can't do this anymore. And you move on. And they're giving 100%. You're like, damn, I can't give that. 
and then in the third step it's like 50-50 and it, but it can, it can be 50-50 right away it can be 50-50 on the second step like, damn mm-hmm. this person gave myself giving their entire self to me I want to give my entire self to this person the whole thing about love is just it's so unpredictable it's just mm-hmm. so like wow like you all of a sudden just met this girl on the side of, on the bench on the side of like a party at a frat party at a frat house where you're just trying to just go like hook up and have sex with a girl which is like a lot of frat guys like a lot of guys like you know, <laughs> a lot of frat guys a lot of guys are like that like, yeah. I, it was like frat guys I see like a lot of more dudes who are less like and way less involved than frat guys are to girls you know I just that's the generalization I yeah. think I, people have but you go in with that mindset and all of a sudden you're talking to the girl for an hour and a half and that's it that's all you get that night but there's like damn dude, I really love yeah I can't tell the homies about it but it was awesome <laughs> you know, why can't like, you tell the homies about it though exactly it's like, then it's like why can't you tell the homies about it why can't you talk to the guys about it why can't you be like damn dude like because they have their own securities, and then it's like it's like a whole like like a whole like roller coaster of things. I mean, love, it's just a crazy concept. That well, see, and I think that's so interesting because I feel like girls, and maybe this is just in my experience, but I feel like girls are always like, "Let me tell you every single step of what happened." And it's funny because I actually told someone I was telling someone this story of a certain guy, and then afterwards, like even after I told the story. I we were talking about like love languages or something and I was like yeah my love language is like physical touch and then she was like oh that makes sense because the way you told the story you were highlighting like those specific things and so it's like these little details here and there so I feel like a lot of times in my own personal experience I don't want to generalize but I feel like a lot of girls are like let me tell you like every step of the way like every single thing that happened but like why do you feel like boys don't do that as much they do they just don't realize it every okay. guys are way more graphic and way more like dude this happened this happened that happened that i said because they want to highlight every single thing and make it seem like because at the time like their relationship with the girl was like so cruddy <laughs> but like, they try to make it seem like it was dope to compare it to like the next guy because they know so and so is already like Seal it because like I have a group of six guys. Someone sealed the deal and ended up his time. Okay. <laughs> that night. Okay. So everyone just has to try to match that. Okay. So so you so you feel like you share those stories, but just like in a different way. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. It's like it's complicated. It's definitely crazy. Mm-hmm. But guys just always try to one up each other, and then end up by in the in the act of one up each other, actually let the truth out. How do you mean? Like, oh, yeah, it was dope. We actually uh, spoke about this and hung out about that. Trying to make it seem like it was more real than the other person. Like, wait a second. You actually just sat there and, like, talked about this shit. <laughs> and no one even realized it because everyone's like, well, yeah, you did that. I did this. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, I did that. It's like, it was like a one-upping sash. Gotcha. Okay, so I guess my last question for you is, Josh Fisher, what does love feel like? Oh man, I said I feel like I said it at the top. It's like it feels like when you wake up, you're like oh my god, that person's on your mind. You go see that person's on your mind. When you're always when you like when you have like a dumb moment in the day and you have a time to relax, you, that person's on your mind. You close your eyes, you see their smile. When you, you know the shape of your head, then there's their head. You know, like what they what they look like, what they look like when they think like they they, they look like the worst. Like it's like when you look, do you think they look like the best? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When you're laughing, it's when you're okay. I need. It's like when something happens, something that's amazing or sad. You're like I need to tell this person because I need their reassurance or I need their acceptance, or I need their be like, okay, that you need you need their opinion. 
mm-hmm. you know it's just love is just it's and, and it's all those things and it's, then at the same time it's unexplainable it's like damn so and so was like pain me so much but they pain you because you love them so much because all these other things are applicable you know it's and it's like to the point where you don't understand why you can't even like talk about why you love them so much but at the same time, if someone asks you, like, give me 10 reasons, you give them 10 reasons in seconds. You know, it's like, why do you, it's like, why do you love so-and-so? You're like, uh, 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 give me 10 reasons. Oh, eyes, smile, sense of humor, acceptance, willingness to try, you know, like, there's a way to try. And you're just rattling off things, you know, just... Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, love is just wild, and it's everywhere, and it's not even in the person you're dating. It's the, your best friend. It's your parents. It's, there's just so many levels and variations of it, and it's people are like, oh, man, I can never love. I've never dated anybody. But at the same time, you have your mother, your father, you have your brother, your sister, you have your best friend, and your friend, your neighbor, your roommate, and you love them. Mm-hmm. Your aunt, your uncle, your cousin, you love your cu- you love all these people, and how can you not be capable of loving somebody else in a marital sense, a marital sense and like a sense of being with them and starting your family with them and being their boyfriend or girlfriend when you already love all these other people in all these other different ways? Yeah. So love is subjective and different for every person. And there, there's such capability mm-hmm. if you give the opportunity to give it. That's how I feel. That's amazing. I love that. I think that that's fantastic. <laughs> like, I appreciate it. I'm glad you like that. I definitely think like 80% of that was like pretty sober and pretty like nice. Like, like 20% was like pretty You're joking. like, this like, is serious. Like, I'm I have like, to like, like focus damn, on. I have like, I have to like nail like 80% of this. You know, it's something like ridiculous. This, but that's that's it. That's the last question. That's the most intense question. Good. You nailed cool. it. I'm glad I'm You're glad amazing. I made it through. Yeah, Wonderful. Um, but thank you so much for being here. Thank yeah, you so much for, oh, for sharing fun. so yeah, much yeah. of yourself. And I hope you had fun. Oh great! I was like, I was like damn, like you're, like you're able to talk about things you're like that you don't that you that you don't think you're an expert. Like when you run another podcast, you're like, damn, mm-hmm. I run a podcast because I'm an expert on this thing, and all of a sudden you're on like thirty something episodes. And you're like, damn, I've really mastered the subject. <laughs> and someone's like, oh, you want to come on my podcast? But by the way, it's nothing to do with you're talking about. Like, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> you want to drink and hammer it? Oh yeah, for sure. Like it's like, damn, I'm hammered. Like, what I, you know, you get mm-hmm. you like. I could be confident, or I'd be so you know, like confident, yeah. drunk, confident, or like drunk, unconfident. Because there's like a happy. Music. Oh yeah, like, no, like, I, I feel like, like drunk, unconfident too. Because I could. I've it, been it, going it back started. and forth this whole time. Yeah, I could be like, oh, fuck, my, I'm like, yeah, exactly, exactly. You're like, yeah, my, my two hand. You know, you don't even know where it's at. Mm-hmm. But no, like, I, you definitely, it's cool. Like, switch it up. It's cool. Like, not talk about like anything. I don't think I made a sports reference and I'm like kind of like I think really, you you did relate it to sports a couple times like a couple times but like not too many not, like no a, no no like, usually like I'm it's like, like usually I can't make it like two minutes and like now I'm like happy you made it like five ten but like, that's like, how you've been like you've been you've been doing podcasts yeah. trying to relate back I to sports I have my whole references. life like, I was like I, like, I was in a, I was like an acting class and they're like yeah I've had you before you made a boxing reference like, <laughs> I mean, like, it's like I can't like, god damn it's like someone like Someone's like, maybe like an old human being. Like, I don't know, like, God, God have mercy on my soul. Like, you said that. Like, I just want to be like, I don't yeah. want to, like, you know, relate it to something like, I'm so obsessed with. <laughs> yeah. Um, follow us on Instagram at Love Drunk Pod, on Twitter at Love Drunk Pod. I'm at O Charlotte Rose on Instagram, at O Char Rose on Twitter. Do you want to, what do you want to plug wanna... my thing? I, yes, I'll, I'll, plug plug, it. I'll plug you. I mean, I think she's super fun. I think it's a really good time. It's really inviting. <laughs> 
Um, I don't need to plug. I, yeah, I don't need to. I, you know my thing. You know me, Joshua Fisher. You give, if you really want to find me, you can find me on anything. I, I'm comfortable doing that, but I think she's super fun. If you have the opportunity, if she asks you to be on the podcast, definitely cash in. If you want to be on the podcast, definitely cash in. Be prepared to get totally hammered because I'm pretty, you know, hashtag wasted. Are you feeling it? You're feeling, you're feeling pretty good. You're feeling yeah, pretty I'm loved feeling on? good. I'm feeling good. I mean, I haven't like really like I was like juggling lives like earlier in the like earlier. Yeah, in the no, night. I got I got a boomerang of it. Good, I, 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 it I haven't like done much since, but like the, the, the no, you should definitely get involved in what she's got. It's, it's something everybody can relate to. So follow it for sure. I'll definitely, you know, pump it out. I got you. I, but yeah, if you want to, I run a podcast called The Cherry Ship. If you like sports, if you like comedy, if you like a bunch of dudes just being dudes. Please perhaps. go follow The Charity Stripe. If is, you cool. have any interest in sports at all, go follow it. Uh, otherwise, go, go look for Josh on things. You'll probably find him. Yeah, I'll be around. You know, I'm sure. Like, it, it eventually, someday, somehow, like, you know, that it is what it is. That's how yeah. the cookie crumbles. <laughs> All right. The cookies for... do crumble, no matter how much you bake them. So for Charlotte Rose here at Love Drunk, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much, Josh, for being here. My absolute You're wicked fun. Amazing. Uh, so be loved and stay drunk, my friends. We love you. Good night. <laughs>